The World Show with Nikki B. Right now. I'm in the studio with a sister that I've been trying to connect with for a couple of years. <laughs> so I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to the World Show. Tutu Pawani. Thank you so much for inviting me, Sis Nikki. I'm glad to finally be on your show. Me too. We yeah. tried to connect when I was in Paris and there yes. was paper issues. And yes, yes, yes. And yes. you were doing an amazing thing, but I think we'll talk about that in a moment. Great. Uh, yeah. So Tutu, because it's the first time with, uh, with us on the World Show, mm-hmm. I want to start at the very beginning. <laughs> Where you come from yeah and how where did the music start yeah well i was born in atridgeville and raised in mamelodi so if you're born in those two townships there's no way that jazz is going to escape you absolutely like, yeah yes. like jazz is right there from the get-go from the womb you hear it from the womb yes so i would like to believe that that's basically where my love for the music started and of course you know growing up as a black child in south africa music is such a part of our lives you know you learn to harmonize in church yes. you know you 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 take part in like school choirs you know so yeah it, it was just it was a normal upbringing like most black south africans in this country yes um it's not like you came from a specifically musical family n- well yes and no yes. Uh, my family was uh very is very musical my grandfather used to play um uh, piano. He was a pianist, yes. and one of his brothers was a tap dancer. So yes, the the family was uh, had a lot of artists in the family. Yes. Uh, not necessarily um, that they did art as a living. Uh, it's just something that they did on their spare time and that they yes. loved to do. And yeah. it was part of life. It was part of life. Yes. Just like uh, like I say, just like many of us in this country, music is just a part of our daily life. You know. Yes. And so, when was the point that you discovered? Well, obviously, you, as you say, you just grew up singing, I'm sure. Yeah. But when was the point when you discovered, hang on, <laughs> this is something that's calling me. I can't avoid this. Yeah. Yes. You know, I have one moment that I really remember. I was about 11 years old in boarding school in uh, up north in Limpopo, in a, in a little village called Jane First. There was a boarding school there called St. Mark's. Yes. And I was in St. Mark's for two years. And I would sing. I would sing at the uh, morning assembly. Uh, this one lady who was a teacher, they started teaching me piano. And then she discovered that I could sing. So she started teaching me all these songs and then I would sing. And, um, you know, like some on the weekends, we had these like variety nights where people could dance and sing yes. and stuff. And I would always sing with a backing track, you know. Yes. But then I would sing louder than the backing track. <laughs> and like the older students were always telling the guy in the back who was controlling the the mix the DJ uh, box yes. and telling him like bring that down so we can hear her yes. it was those early years that I realized like well people want to hear my voice yes uh, and that's where really the, the the spark was lit really yes yeah. and then after school you went on to study yes yes after school I I went to Fourways High School yes. Um, which was not the best years of my life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I got out of high school are my friends. Yes. I've got like incredible group of friends that I just spend the afternoon with actually just now. So okay. shout out to my friends, you know who you are. Yes. Um, and after that, uh, I had this deal with my mother that you finish high school and after that you can do go and do whatever you want. Yes. So she was very supportive. I went to FUBA 
in Newtown yes. for for a year just to get uh, some music theory background and stuff. And uh, I'm so pleased you mentioned that it's been a long time I've thought about FUBA. And yes. What amazing institutions, places like FUBA and Funda. Mm-hmm, I know mm-hmm. Funda's trying to revive, but they really, so many of our greats. Yes, yes. Actually we st- all came, came from there. those schools. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a great teacher there, uh, Mr. Jeff Mabaya, who was a guitar player. Yes, he's now, I think, uh, heading the department in Venda at yes. the university. Yes. yes, that's true. It was via Jeff, actually, that I realized that you can go to university and study music and get a degree and not, never mind become a performer, but that there are other things around the music business that you can do. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it was through uh, Jeff's uh, guidance and teaching and help. He actually came to my house and sat down with my mother. Amazing. You know, he saw something special. Yeah. 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 And he encouraged me to uh, and encouraged my mother to let me go to Cape Town to audition. And I auditioned and I got in and the rest is history. history. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. And now, um, so, so after studying, you decided at what point did you decide now I want to work on my album? Uh, tell us about this and tell us about mm. your first album. Yo, my first album, there were so many people that I admired in Europe who actually told me that I wasn't ready, you know. Um, And I just felt like I'm never going to be ready. You know, music is not something... I think, I believe that art in general is not like you go to school and you get a certificate and then you say, now with my certificate, I can go and get gigs. Yes. It doesn't work like that. Definitely not. it's 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 an ongoing learning process. You keep... Um, growing as you grow, you yes. know. Um, so I, I, I wasn't ready, but I decided I'm never going to be ready. So if I'm going to wait until I'm ready, it's never going to be done. Yes. So I decided let's do the album. I had music, I had musicians, I had arrangements, and I made my first album in 2007. Yes. The year my daughter was born, I I believe. Yes. Yeah. And I just did it because, you know, I just wanted to document um, that period of my life musically where I was. And for me, that's what it's all about, actually. You know, it's just about archiving the growth. And you can hear that um, my previous album, the music that I'm making now and the music that I made then are completely different. There has been a growth. There has been some changes so there's definitely been a growth but you know one thing that i often find working with music is although i watch a a musician Mm -hmm. and their 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 technical skills grow and their prowess and their expression and everything there's still always something very beautiful about the early work yeah you know although you can see the mastery in the later work yeah it's also there's almost that innocence that Mm -hmm. one loves from the early work yeah so it's never to say that only the later albums is no sometimes yes sometimes your first album can be your best work yes yes you know Um, It often takes me years to listen to myself. I can't stand to listen to myself. Like in the the moment, yeah, at the time I cannot do it. But now I can enjoy my first album. Yeah. And enjoy the mistakes that I still hear and enjoy the, 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 the ideas that I still have that, oof, I could have phrased that better. You know, it it doesn't make me cringe anymore. Yes. You, you almost embrace it for the time and stage that it came out. Right. Right. So now I think, was it your second album, Quiet Now? Yes. So Quiet Now, and I think Quiet Now 
was an album that kind of put you on the map. I guess in many so. Ways. Yes. I guess so. Um, That's when people started saying, "Ooh, who is Tutu Poan? Right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Quiet Now won a summer award. Yes. <laughs> so yes. that was that was interesting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And um, um, my my hit, my one hit, comes from Quiet Now. Yes. Uh, so yeah, people love that song. So yeah. It's in great. fact, somebody yesterday when I wrote on Facebook that you are coming, they said. Please, you have to pay, play and pull. Mm-hmm. And as Billy Manama was walking out of the door, <laughs> he said, you've got to play and pull. So let's play and pull. Let's but tell that. me about and pull and the inspiration behind it. Yeah. Well, it was written by my husband, who is Mpo's father, Awad Piero, a piano, great piano yes. player, great composer. And I just loved the song so much. And in the beginning, it actually didn't have the melody that I sing, but I just loved it so much. And I started playing around with it in my head, just singing it for myself. Yes. And then I started to hear this melody, but I couldn't get a lyric for the life of me. I couldn't get a lyric down. And I was pregnant with Mpo. And I felt like, why is this so hard? This is about my child whom I'm carrying. And then I thought, I'm going to wait until Mpo is born. I'm going to meet her. I'm going to see what she's about. And then I will have a lyric. And then Mpo was born and still I couldn't find a lyric. Yes. And I, I'm a big believer in, in collaborating with other artists. Yes. So I went to the great Neo Muyanga. Yes. And I said, Neo, do you have children? And he said, no, I don't have children, but I have a lot of children around me yes. you know not his yes. own uh, kids but like children by proxy exactly yes. and i said listen i have this melody but i cannot for the life of me write a tune about my own kid um and he wrote me this beautiful poem in in sesotho and i read it one time and i just sang his words on top of um on top of the 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 tune and that's basically how the song, the melody and the words came about. It was um, thanks. I mean, I had the English part. I yes. had the, you know, I sing for love, I sing for light. I had yes. that part. Yes. But the part before, I was struggling with it so much. And uh, Naomi Yanga came to the rescue. with And pulled beautiful. it all together. With and that. pulled yes. it off together nicely. Beautiful. Tutu Pawani. And I think there's too many people listening to the world show wouldn't forgive me if i didn't play and pour coming off tutu's album quiet now you're listening to the world show How absolutely beautiful. I can see that why, Tutu, why that is one of those songs that people love and that you've carried with you. Yeah. You know, never mind the fact it's about your daughter, which I think is reason enough (laughs) to always love it, but such an incredible song. Thank you. And uh, really an album that, that means a lot. And in fact, it seems to me that this album, Quiet Now, was not only the album that put you kind of, that made people say, who is this, this Tutu Pawani? Mm. But it's also an album that's remained close to your heart. Yeah. Even though it was, what, 20, uh, when did it come out? 29, yeah. 2009. Yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, you never think, you never know when you're working and you're in the studio, you never know what people are going to resonate with. I mean, I, not being a pop musician, I never thought that I would have so-called a hit in inverted commas, yes. you know. But this song in South Africa um, has kind of become 
I mean, for it the people, yeah, yes. for the people that that know who I am, which is a very a handful of people. Yes. Um, you know, people keep requesting this song. Yes. You know, and it's such a an incredible feeling to play it at home with people that understand the language. Yes. People that sing along word for word. Yes. It's such, it's the most amazing feeling and, and ever. I, and I suppose that even singing along to the instrumental parts oh, of it. Oh, for sure. Yes. For sure. No, only in South Africa. Only in South Africa, yes. 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 And talking about that, now you are based in Belgium mm -hmm. and you've been there for quite a while. Yeah. What was that transition? Why did you decide to go and settle in Europe or how did that happen? Well, the plan was to go to study in Holland for a year. I got a scholarship from Jack van Paul. Um, he basically created a scholarship out of his own pocket for me to go study in The Hague for one year. And yes. that was the deal. Yes. Uh, go to Holland for one year and come back home. When was this? To this you? was in 2002. Yes. So I left for school in September of 2002. Yes. And, um, so it was like almost as you'd finished uh, in Cape Town. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I did that and life happened when I was in Holland. You know, yes. I met people and um, there were, uh, uh, Chantal Willy, who was uh, a singer also studying. She was also studying in Antwerp at the time, also with a scholarship from Jacques van Paul. Yes. So Chantal, I was in The Hague and Chantal was in Antwerp. Yes. And Chantal had a band in Antwerp. And, um, you know, she was writing music for her band and, and doing stuff. And she started learning to play the bass and she became incredibly good at the bass. Yes. That she was hired by Zap Mama. So she would travel around the world. But when she was traveling, she had little gigs in Belgium with her, with her, with her band. Yes. And she would call me and say, listen, I have these two gigs can you come and fill in for me while I'm yes. traveling the world with Zep Mama? And I said, cool. So I went to Belgium for a rehearsal and I met this young piano player and uh, I basically never left. <laughs> That's the short version of the yes. story. I went to Belgium for a rehearsal and I never left. Yes. But um, I mean, me and Ewat, we, we hit it off musically yes. and we spent one afternoon together and uh, there was no... No sparks or anything like yes. that, you know. It was just purely the music. A we musical loved connection. Playing. Yeah, yes. very much so. Yes. Um, yeah, and then I did this couple of gigs with them and we stayed in touch. And um, I didn't have enough money to continue studying in, in Holland. And he was like, why don't you just move to Belgium and see what happens? Yes. And it's been almost 20 years now. <laughs> yes. And now you yeah. you live in Europe, basically. Yes. 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 Do you find, because I'm sure, you know, in my experience as as a jazz musician, um, well, as a musician, but as a, as a jazz musician as well, do you find that there have been benefits to the fact that you've been living in Europe? Definitely. Yes. Definitely. I, I, I like... Back in the in the beginning of my career, when I had when I had just left, it was extremely difficult for me to organize uh, uh, gigs for myself here at home. Yes. But after years of living in Belgium, um, somehow people respond to me with a little bit more with respect. Actually, yes, yes. you know, um, and I'm able to organize. I'm able to organize my own gigs uh, without too much of a hassle. Yes. It used to be a pain uh yeah. 10 years ago yes. it was it was crazy oh there yeah yeah yes. so, so no here organizing oh, yeah. gigs here and also you find here like your play at let me say the joy of jazz this year mm. and then there's nothing until 
Cape Town has happens, and then they will say, "No, yeah. she played a joy of jazz." So we'll we'll yeah. wait till the year afterwards. Oh, but that's 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 what that's what happens mm. also in Europe. You know yes. that that happens over. But there don't too. you find it easier because the countries are so close together, and there's you know good transport that yeah. links you. Yeah. So yeah, no, yes. that definitely helps. Yes. That most definitely so helps. So you could be in, in, in Holland this exactly. week. Exactly. You can, I drive. Italy next, yes. Exactly. You just yes. drive to Holland. Yes. Uh, you play a gig there and you drive back home. You yes. Know? Um, yeah. And, 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 you know, Paris is a one hour train ride away. Yes. You know, even then you can go and do a gig in the afternoon and be back home in the evening. Yes. So yeah, that, that has been, uh, that helps. Yes. Yeah. But it seems to me that also in recent years, you've become more and more involved in theatre. Yes. And even in your role as an actor. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about some of the productions. In fact, when we chatted when I was in France yeah. and you'd invited me and I was so sad that I yeah. couldn't make it because yeah. I didn't have my papers at that time. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. But then you were working on the Winnie production. Yes. Yes. Um, I thought when I was a kid, I thought I was going to be an actor. That's what I wanted okay, to do. Yes. Okay. And then when I went to university, I thought, oh, great, I can do singing and acting at the same time. But no, it doesn't work that way. Yes. It could have, you know. Yes. We just don't have those kinds of schools in South yes. Africa where you can, you know, like the world has art high schools. Yes. Where you, well, there is one here, right? There is the Johannesburg School of the Arts. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Where you can but go. Even, but even there, I think mm. you, the. The children, the students tend to focus on one thing. On one thing, yeah. yes. Yeah. Well, I had this naive idea that I was going to study music and acting at the same time. And it was in Cape Town, it was also physically impossible because the drama school was in gardens yes. and the music school was in Rondebosch. Yes. And not having a car, that just would not have been possible yes. at all. Yes. So, my love for the last time I acted, uh, I was 12 years old, you know, but I still had. That, that urge, that need, that, that the bug was still inside of me that I want to act one day. And not necessarily for TV. I really want to act on stage. Theater. Theater. Yeah. Yes. Because um, I remember my mother took me to the market theater when I was small. And I remember watching Bopper. And I never forget, I almost had a little, a little moment when I was playing at the market theater that, wow. I saw Bopa years ago in yes. this in this space. So and I've always just to divert. We yeah. just spoke about that while the song was playing. Yeah, you performed there last night with Marcus Wyatt. Yeah, yeah, it was so special. Thank you to everybody who was there this weekend. You made it really, really special. Yes. That's a really special place. That's yes. Um, Ticked one of my 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 box your, there. Like your bucket. My bucket list, list has been yes. ticked off there. Yes. Yeah. So um, yeah, I've been extremely fortunate. To, to live in Belgium, you know, to live in a, in a place where, you know, it is still possible for a 40 plus year old black woman to start a new career, you know? Yes. yes. <laughs> um, so I feel like that. I feel and like. Actually, not just to start a new career, but to be recognized for your mastery. Yes. You know, very often in this country, there's that sense of, Oh, she's a has-been because she's in her 40s now. Right, right. Whereas there, it's, yeah. oh no, she is now a master. Yeah, I was, yes. I was asked to be in this production because of what I do. Yes, You know, yes. And, and that has been an incredible blessing. And I was so blessed to work with a director who is incredibly kind and and just you know teaching us teaching me and and the girls in the in the in the play teaching us the ropes helping us 
uh, develop our characters and, and, and helping us become actors at yes. our ripe old age. <laughs> you know. So yes. I'm very I'm very, very fortunate. And I'm going to start another production now in September. We're gonna start rehearsals in another production. So yeah, I'm getting my uh, my acting muscles yes. um training them right now. And again, a great inspiration for so many of us is never think it's too late to live Absolutely. those aspects. You've lived your dream in music. I'm sure you still are. Yeah. But yeah. it's never too late to yeah. live another dream. Yes, yes. Yes. My dream is to come back to the market theater and act on that stage. Oh, amazing. Yes. yes. And now <laughs> when, when you're working with um, in theater, like with these productions, yeah. Is it purely you are doing songs that are written or do you also work collaboratively and have some leeway yeah. in terms of your, your songwriting skills? Your yeah. yeah. Well, for this particular production called uh, Dear Winnie, um, it was, uh, you know, it's kind of like, what does Dear Winnie mean to us today? So the songs in the show are mainly songs that already existed yes. uh, from South Africa, you know, yes. our struggle songs. Yes. Um, but there was also space for improvisation. Um, uh, yeah, uh, the, 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 the music is made by this incredible human being who created instruments from scratch he created these giant he made like this giant harp it looks like a harp yes. but it's just this giant piece of thing with strings and he created these amazing looking things where i get to play around with them and make music with them yes. so and explore these new and instruments explore these new sounds these new yes. instruments so yeah it's been um so yeah it's it's a little bit of both it's a little bit of like exploring with these amazing instruments and making music with them making something different every night yes. with them which is uh, something that i really enjoy yeah, which, and also brings your your musicianship into yeah. your acting combined yeah. yes yeah so it's been a combination of that and struggle songs from from home that we all know but now out of interest something like this dear winnie the other actors, are they South Africans? Are these Europeans? Are, what is it? And, and yes. Yeah. Well, I'm the only South African in the play, but there is uh, there was nine of us. There was yes. nine black women. Uh, the choreographer, Alessandra, she was born in Zimbabwe, but she was raised in Brussels. And then we have Joy, who is of uh, Surinamese uh, heritage, but she's, she's a real Amsterdam girl. Yes. She was born and bred in Amsterdam. And we have Rosie, who just gave birth a few days ago. Um, congrats, Rosie. Congrats, Rosie. <laughs> and she is originally from Cameroon. Yes. And they moved to Rotterdam when she was a young girl. Yes. And we have Jade Wheeler, who is uh, American, uh, African-American. And we have Andy, who is from uh, Rwanda, but also grew up in Brussels. And Mahina is from Congo. She also grew up in Brussels. Yes. And Denise, Denise Jana is a beautiful um, jazz singer from uh, originally from Suriname, but she lives now in Holland. So it was all these black women um, of African of African heritage. heritage. Yeah. Yes, we we um, we just understand each other. Mm. You know, we but just you might be from from anywhere, but black women getting together. Yes. Magic happens, and and, <laughs> and and celebrating a great black woman exactly. Uh, but I'm sure, in from what you're telling me in this in this circumstance, yeah. they must have also relied on you quite a lot to 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 
enlighten yeah. about certain things. About, yeah, yes. most certainly in the beginning. I mean, yes. we all did our own research about Winnie yes. Mandela. Yes. Uh, in the beginning, yes. Um, but, you know, like I say, uh, somebody like Winnie Mandela was, uh, 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 you know, a, 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 I don't want to use the word hero, uh, but in a way... A global yes, icon. She was a global icon, not only to us yes. South Africans, yes. you know. Um yeah, there's many many people out there who, who who have looked at her life and sympathize with what yes. she went through. You know, yes, yeah, and not just a global icon, but also, um, you know, one of those that represents women, if right. you like, the the, the universal mm-hmm. aspect of 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 women. Yeah, I yeah. suppose. You yeah. Know? Yeah, let's hear another song, and this <laughs> one you've chosen because I don't know what to choose. There's so many mm-hmm. tutu songs that I could play, but you know, play yeah. them on another day. But this one is Klompa Bopelo. Why yeah. did you choose this one? I guess I chose this one because I sing this one in my mother tongue, yes. and um, it's really special for me to come home and sing in my mother tongue and have people understand what I'm singing. Yes, you know? yeah. I mean, they appreciate it in Europe, but it's a different it's a different response when yes. people really truly fully get what you are saying absolutely yeah tutu powani on the world show this one klompa bopelo is also of her incredible award-winning album (laughs) quiet now on the world show Yes, <laughs> Tutu Pawani. How absolutely beautiful. Klom Pabopelo of her album Quiet Now on Kaya 959. And of course, she's with us in the studio. <laughs> you know, the next thing I wanted to ask you, even listening to that, yeah. I can see that reference, if I put it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've noticed this about your work is that. There's a thread in your work that pays homage mm. to so many great women artists. Yeah. I want to put it that way. Yeah. Um, is, you know, is, is that something you've consciously done or has it just happened uh, naturally? Yeah. Yes. Um, well, I mean, both is natural, but has yeah. it been conscious or? Yeah, it yes. has definitely been conscious. I have had uh, um, uh, the opportunity of people approaching me also for example the brussels jazz orchestra approached me and said listen we want to do a project with you and how about we do a project around uh south african music so i started researching music looking for music on paper yes and i found that it was extremely hard to find music on paper so thank you billy munama for writing a book for putting stuff on on paper but the only music i could find on paper was the music of miriam makeba She has this beautiful book that I'm an owner of. I don't know how many people have this book in the world, but I found it. I don't remember how I found it online, but I found this great book that has um, a lot of the songs that she sang are written out on paper, which made my life easier because then I didn't have to go down. But I mean, the music of Miriam Makeba is very easy to write down. You know, it's not complicated music. Um, So... But I'm sure it it, it brought you... Ideas of songs that you might not have considered. Yes, for sure. Yes, you know, yes. you think you know Miriam Makeba, but you don't know until yes. you go and start digging that there is so much music that yes. I was unaware of, you know. Yes. Um, 
And it was thanks to the Brussels Jazz Orchestra that asked me to do a project around South African music. I was going to take all kinds of music from from different kinds of people. But, um, yeah, it was just uh, uh, kind of easier to just um, go with one, go with one person. And we did a a tribute to Umama Miriam Makeba. And they took these songs, these very simple songs. And they arranged them for with big bands. With a big band, yes. And it just turned into something. With a jazz orchestra. With not a jazz just, orchestra. Not just yeah. a big band, a jazz <laughs> orchestra. Yeah. Yes. And it turned out to be something truly, truly remarkable. I am still very, very proud of that of that project. project, that yes. project. And yeah. in fact, you've continued working with the Brussels Jazz Orchestra uh, on different projects, yeah. it seems like. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's just, um, you know, living at the right place at the right time, I yes, guess. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. But also having a gift and, and bringing, yeah. I think, something very unique. Right. Because I think people also don't realize a place like, uh, like Belgium, mm. Um, it's not just Brussels, uh, Antwerp as well, mm. um, has a very strong African community. Yes. And a, a, a lot of awareness, and even the African Museum. Yes. And, and, and various things. So there is that awareness mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, about um, yeah. Africa, I suppose. And yeah, it's just not that very easily translatable into the jazz world. Yes. You know? Yes. So I am. I hope there's someone else, but as far as I know, there's like two, two of us right now. Um, there's a beautiful, uh, percussion player from where I don't, I'm not, I think he's from Benin or something. I'm not, I think he might be from Benin. Um, he's the only other African jazz musician I know of in Belgium. Okay. You know, I mean, the rest of the, a lot of them are playing African music. They play African music. Yeah. 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 You don't find a lot of us in you, in, in Belgium. Let me say in Belgium because Belgium is very tiny. It's a very tiny scene. You don't find a lot of us in the jazz uh, genre. Yes. They are there, but they play their own stuff. They yes. play, you know. Yes. So, um, yeah, so I guess, yeah, like I say, being fortunate and being in the right place, that uh, they are open to hearing what we have to offer. Yes. And, and, and merging it with jazz. So, yes. Yeah. Yes, beautiful. It was beautifully done for um, the, the Mama Africa project that we did with yes. the Brussels Jazz Orchestra. But also looking at your repertoire, and, and again, that's why I referenced that, and you've spoken now about uh, Marie Makeba, um, but also you've, you, you've done songs of Letambulu, you've, mm. you've done songs of, oh, let me just go back and think, uh, Spongila Kamala was a very important person in yeah. your... Tell us about your relationship with Spongila because... <laughs> I think she was almost another mother to you. She really was. I mean, she could mm. have been my mother-in-law. But that's another story we're not going to go into. Uh, Let's talk uh, music. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Mm. No, no, I met her, like, in my first year of university in, in Cape Town. And she, and we be, and we stayed friends throughout all these years, you yes, know. Yes. I'm so incredibly fortunate that she... She mentored you. Pretty much. Yes. Pretty much, you know. Yes. Um, she would make fun of me... Um, we there was a show we did years ago where I was her one of her backing singers, and I would come ready to go on stage, and she would look at me and she's like, "And where's your makeup?" 
Yes. <laughs> and I'll be like, uh, and she was like, go back to the dressing room and put some lipstick, at least some <laughs> lipstick out, you know. You're not going to sell potatoes at the corner. You're coming to stage, you know. Yes. So she used to tease me about that. Yeah, we had a, a lovely, lovely relationship. Yes, yeah. yes. And again, just to complete that, that, that little bit and I was hoping we would have time for two more songs but we'll only have time for one but that's okay yeah. I'll play the others next week and the week after and so all forth. Right. <laughs> but also again coming back to that for me when I look at your repertoire you've got you know you've got songs written by other people you've mm-hmm. got a very broad uh, 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 repertoire as well um, but you somehow always seem to make a point mm. of acknowledging those that have come before, before us, through yeah. your music. Because I'm a strong believer in that. I'm a strong yes. believer in, in, in um, you know, respecting and paying tribute to the ones that paved the way for us, you know. And not only the artists, but the great songs too. Yes, for you sure. Know, yes, like yeah. as I said, one of them I'd hoped to play was Not Yet Uhuru. Yeah. And the Tutu Pawani takes it to another plane altogether. <laughs> you know, and you do, you, you rearrange them and you interpret them yeah. in your own ways. Yeah. So I think the song we're going to end with is another tribute. But before I mention that, Please tell us, you've got a couple more gigs. I do. I mm. have two more shows before we leave South Africa. We leave next week, Monday. So on Thursday, we have one last intimate duo uh, gig, uh, my husband and I, at Liano, uh, 81 De Corte Street. And tickets are available at Quicket for 250 And you can have dinner yes. if you like. And then oh, on so it's a duet. That's going to be beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We love to play in duet. Just, it's, yes. It, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Something special. Yes. Yeah. And uh, on Saturday, uh, we are at the Walter Sisulu Botanical Gardens with the Jazz Queens. Um, the lineup is myself, Nomfundo Kaluva, and her own skin. And uh, this is organized by the good sister, Notemba Madumo. So yes. tickets for that one are also 250 And you can get those ones at web tickets. But type in the Jazz Queens for uh, on the search engine. And that, I imagine, is more of an afternoon kind yes, of event. Yes, that's going to start at 12 o'clock yes. until 6 o'clock. Uh, I think her own skin is going to start at 12. And I'm on at 2 o'clock. And Nomfundor Kaluva will be on at 5 o'clock. Beautiful. So get yeah. down to Liano in Bramventine yes. on Thursday and or oh, the Botanical Gardens, Walter Sisulu, yes. on, on Saturday. And Tutu's not going to be back for a while, so you better make sure that you <laughs> see her while she's here now. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. So we're going to end with a track. And, uh, well, I wanted to play this tribute to Miriam, but I think... Let's do the Joni Mitchell tribute. Mm. This one's River. Tell me about this project, Joni Mitchell Live is what the project. Tutu Puani sings Joni Mitchell Live. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I have loved Joni Mitchell since UCT. Um, uh, Yelena Ravishin, who was a fantastic teacher at the UCT Music College, she introduced me to the music of Joni Mitchell. And um, I've discovered that you can actually... Like a song like Both Sides Now, for example. Yes. It meant something different throughout my growing up. Like since yes. I've been listening to that 
song since I was 19 years old yes. till now as a 43 year old woman that one song has meant so many different things along the way as I've grown up yes. and that is the magic of Joni Mitchell is that she has written a song in 1971 that we, you still and that has still has the same impact it and had relevance. and relevance and 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 it will stay with you for the rest of your life basically yes yeah that's the one i wanted to play well i don't know because i wanted to play all of them <laughs> but i think yeah. should i play river instead sure any any yes. Joni mitchell is fine with me okay <laughs> um beautiful thank you so much for joining us on the world show it has to been my absolute pleasure thank you yes. for inviting me and again, I feel like we only just started, so we'll have to catch up the next time you're in town. For sure. Or the next time I'm in Europe. Yes, yes. Yes. Catch the broadcast on Kaya959.co.za. The World Show with Nikki B. Every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. on Kaya959.